This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Let's talk about that crazy come from behind victory over the weekend. 29 to nothing down at halftime and Stanford ends up winning the game in a wild affair in overtime. And now joining us is the head football coach at Stanford in Troy Taylor. Coach, first off, congratulations. What a win that was for your program. Appreciate you doing this and how you been? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So let me start you off when you're down 20 nothing, uh, 29 nothing at halftime, and then you have that comeback, and then you go into the locker room after the game, and you had a second or two to process it. Just what's going through your mind and what was a wild victory for you guys? Yeah, you know, I mean, as a, and I'm a, I, I call plays, so I'm pretty in the moment throughout the entire game in terms of, you know, uh, adjusting your, what you're doing schematically, time management, all those things. And, um, and then you get into overtime, obviously, and, and and then you set up for the field goal. And I had a pretty good idea he would make it. Josh Carty's an incredible kicker. And then when the ball goes through, you know, I always check for flags first. And then uh, and then after that, it hits you. It's like, wow, we really pulled this off. And then then you allow yourself to to celebrate, um, and you're really happy just watching watching your players um, enjoy it so much. And then you you know embrace a few people. My son Noah was there and gave me a hug. And then going to the the locker room and they're they want to celebrate so uh, my message was really quick and then um then we kind of had to do some other stuff some media stuff but uh it was fun it's a it, it was an incredible experience one of those games i told the guys you know i've played in a lot of games i've coached in a lot of games and they have and will um that is one that we'll remember forever for sure just naturally going into that game everyone's going to talk about what coach prime is building at colorado and this is your first year as a head coach at Stanford, and you're trying to build that trust, build those relationships with your players. You know, not everyone coach could be Sonny Dykes and go to a, a national championship game in year one with the new program. A win like this, does it build a little bit more trust and camaraderie inside the locker room? Yeah, I think so. You know, one of the things about our guys that I've been really impressed with is um, their resiliency and their focus from week to week. You know, we had some some tough losses that could have went our way. Um, and I was really worried early on, you know, cause we just got here in, in December. So we're learning about our team and our guys. I was really worried about them going in the tank and losing some of their, their, their spark. And, uh, it just never happened with our guys. So I stopped worried about them and, um, they were resilient throughout the entire year. They come ready to go at the beginning of the week and really focused and then compete. So, um, for these guys, um, I tell them all the time, they, they're an inspiration to me, how they prepare, how they go about their business. Our scout team guys, they, they give so much detail and effort. Um, it's really an incredible group of, of young men. And so 
uh, really happy that they were able to see, you know, a lot of times you, you get in those games and you come back and, you know, you fall a little bit short. And so there's, you know, whatever the moral victory, or you, you're happy that your guys competed. Um, but they got rewarded with a win there. Uh, and to, to finalize it in that way is, is pretty special. Being down 29 to nothing at halftime as Troy Taylor is here with us. What did you sense from your guys in the locker room at the half? And what was the vibe like uh, when you guys went to, to the locker room? Yeah, I mean, disappointed. Everybody's very disappointed, um, me included. And so um, talked with our, you know, we split off offense, defense, talked to our coaches. And um, my message to the team was everybody thinks it's, you know, like I read Rudyard Kipling's If or something at halftime and did something inspirational. I really didn't. Um, I just, uh, I said, hey, that wasn't very good. First half, uh, we're going to see how we compete in the second half. And that was it, really. We went out. They were very focused. Uh, there was no bickering. There was no finger pointing. Uh, there was nobody yelling, you know, come on, or any of those ridiculous things. Um, they were uh, intent and focused. And then we got to stop early on. You know, they Colorado got the ball to start the second half. And uh, they went for it on fourth down. We got to stop got the ball in a short field, and then we were able to score. So right from the beginning of the second half, um, we had a, a little bit of hope, um, and it would all start with our defense, you know, giving us field position, getting off the field quickly. And it's simple. To have a comeback like that, you need players to be historical. When you're down 29 to nothing, your wide receiver did that. Uh, when he scores a 97-yard touchdown, I thought that would be his best play of the game. But then in overtime, I still don't know how he reeled in, in that catch, Coach. That was insane. He is, you know, Alec Imanor. He's he's a he's a really talented kid, um, and he's but he's young and inexperienced. hadn't played a ton of ton of football, you know, um, and we knew he had it in him. Um, you know, earlier in the game, if you probably remember Zach, he had a wide open touchdown. He kind of misplayed the ball and didn't come down with it. Um, a lot of guys will go in the tank. He did not. I don't think he caught a ball in the first half. He did all his damage in the second half. Um, yeah, and the catch uh, in overtime, you know, I've seen many times guys try and pin the ball in the back of a defender, but it almost always comes out. So we had a great angle. It was right there on our sideline. And, um, you know, I just didn't – the expectation of him being able to hold on to it throughout that was very low. And then I'm like, holy smokes, he, he hung on to it. Um, so that was, uh, that was an incredible play. Seeing Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter and coaching up against them, just what were the impressions with that lethal combination that's now back together after the unfortunate Travis Hunter injury? Yeah, I mean, Shador, the, the quarterback is really talented. I have a lot of respect for him. Really tough, um, determined. He's great at uh, the end of the game. He just seems to be the same guy. Um, he's really carried them at the end of the games, which you know you want your quarterback to do. And then, um, yeah, their skill guys are, they're all good. I mean, Hunter, he's an exceptional player. He, you know, I know, you know, people were giving him a bad time for the one-on-ones, but he was exceptional at wide receiver. I mean, he really had an incredible game. Um, so they're, they're a talented team. Um, Coach Sanders is doing a great job of, of getting that, that city and really the college football world excited. He's brought in some good players and some good coaches, and they're, they're going to be good for a while. With the the future of the Pac-12, we know everyone's leaving uh, right now, and it's a shame to me because I look at the conference, and you guys right now are the best conference in college football this season. Navigating those waters this year, taking over a new spot in the tradition that Stanford has, just how do you kind of reflect on what this has been like with all the uncertainty in college football with the changes? Yeah, there is a 
a lot of irony that it's probably the best conference in the country this year and it's the last year. I'm really disappointed. I'm sad that the conference is coming to an end. Now I'm a, you know, I grew up in California and watched the Pac-10 and then played in it and then became the Pac-12 and a lot of great players, a lot of great teams, a lot of great coaches. Really sad to see it end. And um, that being said, uh, you know, we're really in the moment. Uh, our schedule is so difficult. Um, each week, uh, we're pretty focused on on the now. We're very grateful that we landed a spot in the ACC. We think it's a great fit. It's a great conference. It's our our recruiting blueprint, our footprint um, up the coast. You know, our guys are a lot of them from California, but most are on that East Coast, starting up top and going down to Florida. Um, and so for us, we think it's it's really in our wheelhouse. It's going to be great. We've we're recruiting really well, um, and I think it will only get better. The fact that we can. Um, promise our guys that we're recruiting out there that they're going to be around the area probably three games a year. How do you reel your team back in after the emotions of a game like that? You know, it, it's a great thing to have where you get a big signature win, but there's a game next week against another really good team with a good coach in Chip Kelly and top 25 UCLA. And what have you sent so far early through the week for, from your players? Yeah, our guys have been the same. You know, our message really is the same. A win or a loss um, is to, to, to move on, to enjoy it. Uh, but to be mindful, uh, we're grateful it happened, uh, but uh, we're moving on to the to the next game. And it just so happens it's a really well-coached team and a really good football team. So um, our mentality doesn't change. Obviously, I think winning gives you a little bit more energy, a little bit more positive energy. Um, but our guy said is the thing that's impressed me the most is they've been the same guys no matter what's happened. Uh, I can count on them coming in and, and doing their thing and being focused and um, and get excited about competing against a really good UCLA team. Coach Short-Taylor, I have an idea for you. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I keep on seeing Andrew Luck on the sidelines supporting his alma mater. Can we get him on the coaching staff here? We would love to get him involved as a coach. Andrew is, um, you know, obviously I admired him from afar. And then uh, once you, I don't know how much um, interaction you had with him, but he is uh, he's one of the humblest, nicest people you'll ever meet. And he's been nothing but supportive. He comes to the game. He's encouraging. He knows all of our players. Um, after the game, he stood outside the locker room and congratulated every one of them that came out. Awesome. He's, uh, he is one of the most unique, best people that I've ever been around. And the more we can have him involved um, in our program, uh, the better. Last thing I'll ask you, Coach Troy Taylor, after that incredible victory up against Colorado, being down twenty-nine to nothing at halftime and winning the game uh, in overtime. Uh, you've gone up now against Caleb Williams this year. Bo Nix as well, and then uh, you just saw Shador Sanders. Who was the toughest quarterback that you guys had to prepare for this season? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, uh, they're, they're all great, obviously. They're all a little bit different. I would say Caleb is um, probably the most difficult. Um, I think what's, what separates him from guys that I've seen in the past, uh, he's really difficult to get on the ground. Um, you know, you think of some of the great quarterbacks that have played in the NFL – um, they're just hard to get on the ground. And part of it is his quickness. He's a lot stronger than you would think. Um, he keeps his eyes downfield. Um, and then when trouble comes, I mean, you better have him boxed in with a couple of people or he's going to get outside. So obviously Notre Dame did a, did a, I didn't see the game, but I saw pops. They were able to do that. I don't know how they did it, but, um, um, but he's, he's pretty special, but they're all the, all three of those guys, Bo and, you know, Shador obviously have a lot of respect. I think they're all really tough. Um, they're really competitive and they got a, a huge skill set and they, you know, the kid from Washington and I mean, there, there's so many great quarterbacks in this conference, which makes it um, so difficult. 
But how about your quarterback, too? You know, we all talk about the, all the other quarterbacks in the Pac-12 and how loaded it is from top to bottom, but how about Ashton Daniels? Because you know, he put up nearly 400 yards of passing and four touchdowns and didn't throw an interception and led you guys in Russia the other night. Yeah, thanks, Zach. Yeah, he's he he played really well. He's um, you know, we've been playing two guys, um, Ash, obviously, and then Justin Lamson um is another one. So they they've been great for us. Um, you know, um it's tough. It's a that's the toughest position in sports. And 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 you know, if you're not always protected well, it makes it even more difficult. And we're getting better and are protecting our quarterback. Um, but these guys have been they've been tenacious and, and really good and really happy for, for Ashton and how he played uh, Friday night at Colorado. He made some big plays, avoided a lot of sacks. And then Justin Lampson had a number of big runs for us. So um, it's really a team effort. And uh, I love both those guys. Were you dancing in the locker room after the game? You know, I'm not, I, um, <laughs> I grew up in the eighties. So I, you know, break dancing and on a, on a piece of cardboard and all that. I don't think anybody would appreciate it. So <laughs> be pretty I, good I never, for the TikTok account. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> that is not my goal, but um, it, you are, you're right. It would be pretty good on TikTok. Well, keep on piling up those victories, coach. It was an insane performance on Saturday night. We appreciate you giving us a few minutes today. Zach, thanks for having me. Go card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.